If you're struggling to attract new staff or your team is experiencing burnout, pick up your phone and call Guardian Vets. Through virtual team solutions like after-hour triage, daytime virtual receptionists, callbacks, and telemedicine, Guardian Vets can help you have happy staff, happy clients, and a thriving business. Go to www.guardianvets.com and check Veterinary Success Podcast in the Where Did You Hear About Us section to get a free consultation and receive 50% off your first month of service. Don't wait. Check out guardianvets.com now. Welcome to the Veterinary Success Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Douglas. We're going to hit our sponsors here in just a second, then jump into the episode. But before we do, make sure you stick around throughout the end of the interview and check out the show notes for great opportunities for associateships, partnerships, and more. If you're a practice owner, you want to find great people, and you want to list a job opportunity or just looking for certain things that your peers out there that are veterinarians could benefit from, feel free to shoot me an email. Isaiah at veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. I will do my best to get those up at the end of different episodes. There's no charge for that. My role, my job is to connect good people with good people. So with that, we will hit our sponsors and be right into the interview. Have you ever walked into a space and thought, wow, this is beautiful. There's a reason for that. Architecture has this innate ability to impact emotions and perceptions. My friends at Apex Design Build bring beautiful and functional spaces for veterinarians nationwide. Apex is a fourth generation family run company that is fully integrated from the design, architecture, and construction process to help you mitigate risks, eliminate surprises, save money, save time, and reduce the effort on your project. Check out their amazing work and have access to their square footage calculator to help you plan your expansion or new build. Click the link in the show notes for an exclusive offer and learn more about Apex Design Build. If you're struggling to attract new staff or your team is experiencing burnout, pick up your phone and call Guardian Vets. Through virtual team solutions like after-hour triage, daytime virtual receptionists, callbacks, and telemedicine, Guardian Vets can help you have happy staff, happy clients, and a thriving business. Go to www.guardianvets.com and check Veterinary Success Podcast in the Where Did You Hear About Us section to get a free consultation and receive 50% off your first month of service. Don't wait. Check out guardianvets.com now. Why do most banks always seem to be impersonal, slow to answer questions, or give you the runaround on getting money needed for your dreams? Enter Panacea Financial. Panacea Financial, a nationwide digital bank built for doctors by doctors. Whether you're a veterinarian in training, practice owner, or aspire to be one someday, Panacea Financial is designed specifically for you. It was started by two doctors who were frustrated in working with banks and so started their own to serve their community. With common sense lending guidelines and fast decisioning, they've helped doctors all across the country start, grow, and acquire their dream practice. Looking to buy into a practice? Panacea helps doctors with practice buy-in loans that are funded in a matter of days, not weeks or months. If you're ready to join the thousands of doctors nationwide who have declared independence from traditional banks, visit panaceafinancial.com today to see how they can get you started with your dreams. Panacea Financial is a division of Premise, member FDIC. All right, welcome back. So today I have a special guest that is absolutely, I would think, a first on any sort of vet med podcast, and that is Michael Atwood, who is the founder or co-founder of the Oshi app. He's the organizer of the Austin Bitcoin Club and actually has a podcast himself and has been on a lot of different podcasts, but you have the e-commerce podcast, which I've enjoyed and listened to as well. But Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me, Isaiah. 
we got to connect because I got to hear you speak down in Nashville at Bitcoin Park in September of last year, which was awesome and great to kind of chat through. And I think we both share a passion of seeing Bitcoin like, hey, cool, Bitcoin, this asset, this investment thing, like that's great. But it's like, how do you actually use it? And I think that's why I was really excited to get you on the podcast and chat a little bit more around Oshi, what you're working on, what you've seen, because I think you've tried to drive that adoption to where it's actually like using Bitcoin versus just the the term that people use, like the hodl. It's like, if you want to see this world of Bitcoin adoption, it needs to be used. It needs to be ingrained into everyday interactions. And so I guess I'll start there with, if you want to give kind of a high level overview of Oshi and what's the goal, what's the point, what are you working on? What are you trying to implement? Yeah. So kind of how you hit what you hinted at, the goal of Oshi is just to get more people using Bitcoin other than just holding on to it and hoping that its value appreciates in the future. I'm no I'm not the person to sit here and tell people how to use their Bitcoin or whatever. Holding it is a great use case, but there is a lot more that we can do. So as a business, we can start accepting it. As a consumer, we can start paying with it or earning it for doing certain behaviors that businesses would like for you to do, go to their business more often and so on. And so the ultimate goal of Oshi is to help businesses and more specifically, just their consumers kind of start thinking a little differently about their rewards points and how they're going to earn Bitcoin and why they would like to earn Bitcoin instead of other points and how it can help the business attract new customers, how it can help businesses save on fees and so on, so that we can keep local commerce far more local instead of using all these different systems and this, that, and the other that are taking their cut for every single transaction or what have you. So ultimately, Oshi is a great way for local consumers to earn Bitcoin rewards by shopping and supporting at local businesses. And for businesses and consumers alike to take their first steps into the Bitcoin economy, whatever that means to them, whether it's accepting a payment, paying with Bitcoin, using Cash App to pay with Bitcoin or something, and sending the first payment, accepting the first payment, and engaging in a new way of commerce. So do you think the, from a business owner perspective, because there's a lot of current practice owners and future practice owners that'll be listening I mean, the idea of accepting Bitcoin, and I've tried to share that on the podcast a handful of times of like, there are those kind of wild, crazy, strange Bitcoin people that will support you and go out of their way to support you just because you accept it. And do you think it's more of a marketing play? Or you also kind of hinted on the fee perspective, which I think is another one I've talked on is a combination of, or what have you seen just in the conversations that you've had with small businesses? Because that's one of the beauties, I think, of veterinary medicine is there's this corporate side of vet med, and then there's still the very localized small business, which is what I think is really, really special about the industry. Yeah. So I have a German Shepherd, 12-year-old German Shepherd who has a lot of allergy problems, which is probably pretty common. So I've been kind of in and out of the vets here and there and do some wellness checks and all that. But whenever I look for a vet, I just recently moved to Austin. There's really no differentiator for me other than like, is it close to me? Or does it have like decent reviews? Is it okay? I'm just going to go there. And whether you're you know, have multiple locations and you're serving regionally or you're just in a small town or what have you, every business is looking for ways to differentiate themselves. And there are a lot of Bitcoiners and there will be more and more rabid Bitcoiners that are growing in number by the day, particularly about every four years as the price goes up and to the right, that would go out of their way to support businesses that are accepting Bitcoin, or at the very least, they're Bitcoin friendly, right? And from there, Let's say even if there aren't any Bitcoiners in your area, let's say none of my customers are ever going to pay with Bitcoin. Talk about a way to drum up some excitement whenever somebody pays at your business and say, hey, I went to this vet and I earned a little bit of free Bitcoin 
just for going there, like just for paying, just for doing my wellness visit there. Word of mouth, making it more exciting, appealing. So I think that's one aspect. So whether you're a business owner that's like fully down the Bitcoin rabbit hole and really looking to embrace the future of money, or you don't care about any of that and you're just looking for something exciting and new and something easy to implement to get some new customers or keep the ones you already have coming back or just get them talking about you. So that's something for me. I can't speak on behalf of all uh, pet owners or people uh, frequencing the vet clinics, but any differentiator is good. So I think that's a big deal for most businesses. Absolutely. And you're in kind of the Mecca of Bitcoin, which is Austin. And so I've had some conversations with DVMs in the area saying, hey, I have a really good marketing plan and there'll be some people that'll show up if you want to accept Bitcoin. And I think that would be absolutely the case for those that are there, but there's other places and I'm in Indiana, right? And I don't think Indiana is really the hotbed for Bitcoin adoption. Although I can point to a number of people that meet up once a month and talk about Bitcoin for hours. So it is growing and, and there will continue to be growth there. And you talked about rewards. And right now, I think as a consumer, we're used to rewards all over the place. When you think about rewards, I kind of think of airline rewards. So people have their credit card and they get the points back to take flights. Like to me, that's the biggest one. Do you see this as being like the replacement for those so that they're actually worth a little bit more? And again, going back on kind of the Bitcoin tangent, it's like your rewards that grow. Like I think that's kind of a unique case, right? You can come pay for something and it actually gets cheaper over time. Like you want to unpack that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. There's a variety of different ways to attack this here. On one hand, the points themselves. I can go into pretty much any small business running on Square or Toast or whatever they're running, and there's typically some sort of point associated with my purchase. There's a loyalty program. So maybe it's coffee points, or maybe it's stars, or they can name their own point systems, <laughs> coffee beans. You earn 10 coffee beans. Awesome. What can I get with these coffee beans? A cookie on your fifth visit. Okay, cool. So I can redeem these for cookies. Furthermore, they're all separate. Like you have points at this place, points at that place, points at that place. Maybe you have to download a special app, a specific app for each of those places. So now, you know, maybe you have 20 different businesses that you go to on a monthly basis or what have you. You got 20 different apps. You have 20 different types of points. You don't really care too much about any of them. I'll get a cookie eventually. I'll get this eventually. I'll get a discount eventually. What if we could just consolidate that? What if we can make it to where the points themselves are Bitcoin, Satoshis? There's 100 pennies in a dollar. There's 100 million Satoshis in a Bitcoin. While these points would fluctuate in value, some would say that's bad. Some would say that's good. I think the majority would say that's exciting. So instead of redeeming my points at this one location after several months and getting a free cookie, perhaps these points could not only be redeemable anywhere Bitcoin is accepted, but there's a very high likelihood and historical precedence that these rewards will go up in value over time, albeit rather with quite a bit of volatility. So in that sense, I look at it as small businesses no longer have to be so separate with their points and loyalty systems. They don't have to have their own app. And if they get big enough, they'll literally develop their own app. But then that's just another app the customer has to download, you know, pizza points, whatever. It's very, very difficult to compete and, and get together as local businesses with the big corporate companies, the Starbucks apps. There's one on every street corner, right? People know that has brand power awareness. Like they're going to use that app because it's everywhere and the points, they go there all the time. But if you're a coffee shop, it's very difficult to have that network effect with your reward systems or your rewards points. So I think 
Bitcoin as a reward system uh, and an incentive mechanism, loyalty, customer loyalty driver, I think is going to be a huge force. There's already big companies that are looking into this and talking about this, but it's primarily for large corporate entities, not for the small businesses. So we're focused exclusively on the small businesses, helping them offer the new paradigm of rewards. Yeah. And those rewards then can be, like you said, if they're all in Satoshis or sats, they can take them anywhere else and spend them. So they're universally accepted, which makes them nice. And the accrual of value is great. And I think as people get a little bit, maybe they start learning. I know that's one of the big things that you all are trying to push is, you know, maybe this is the first time someone actually gets exposure to Bitcoin is through the reward system. And I think that's fantastic. When I talk about just Bitcoin in general, a lot of times people are like, well, how would I pay with it? And I think if you want to touch on this a little bit, it would be interesting to hear your thoughts on kind of the way that the Bitcoin network is interoperable. So that's like a big word, right? But there's lots of different things or apps or ways that you can interact with it that are all universally connected just because of the way the protocol works. But today there's abilities, right, for different apps that you don't even have to touch Bitcoin, but you can still pay Bitcoin invoices or whatever and still get those rewards back. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's applications like Strike, Strike with a K, not to be confused with Stripe, the payment processor, where you can actually link your debit card or checking account, much like you would to Venmo or Cash App, and you can scan any Bitcoin invoice and you'll pay it from the dollar balance of your debit card or checking account. So it makes it incredibly easy. And and through that, you'll actually save on fees as a business. Of course, those fees are ultimately turned down, passed down to the customer generally. But if the customer knew that paying with debit card would be a burden on the business every time, and perhaps the business would prefer to save on fees, they might even be able to pass some of that back to their customer to incentivize this good behavior and keep local spending local. Any Visa or MasterCard or whatever payment processor getting a cut out of that. So it's almost like a return to more of a cash-like payment system as opposed to giving 3 4% to the big guys. Well, and you could just turn around and give them back if they pay in your preferred method, right? Which is, I think, kind of what you're talking about and alluding to, where instead of just you get the rewards from Visa or MasterCard, the rewards come directly back from the business. Exactly. That's the other thing. I mean, it's very difficult. I don't know of any small business near me that's partnered up with Chase Bank or debit or credit card or issuer to say, yeah, if you come here, you'll get 5% back in dollars or points, whatever, which is just an interesting way to say like they're keeping your change as the customer. (laughs) You know, cash back is you're keeping someone's change in Mm -hmm. your bank in this situation. So the ability for a business owner to actually reward their customer in Bitcoin And it can be dropped right back into that customer's own personal wallet with which they can do whatever they want with those rewards, whether it be go to your business and spend the Bitcoin, maybe on a future purchase, or maybe they've been earning Bitcoin rewards, whether they've actually been paying in Bitcoin or not. Maybe they've been earning Bitcoin rewards for months. And over time, they now have hundreds of dollars saved up in Bitcoin and the price of Bitcoin just went up two or three X. They're going to be looking for places to use that Bitcoin and spend that Bitcoin, their rewards. It would be great if you as a business owner also accepted it so that they would have a place to use it. And perhaps you would either incentivize them, much like the card issuers incentivize customers to book their hotel with Marriott or whatever, get 20% off if you use your points to book your hotel room or your airline miles to book your flight. So too could all businesses and consumers redeem their points for 
local goods and services. Yeah. And when I think about veterinary medicine, and you talked about it earlier, like just like a wellness visit, if you have a new customer special, and a lot of businesses will do that, like, hey, I want to try to get new people in the door, maybe that's a way where you could say, hey, if you pay in Bitcoin, you get sats back. And this is a way for your wellness or your annual wellness event exam, come in. And if you pay this way, it's cheaper. Because I think ultimately, a lot of veterinarians, and I can see a lot of smiles for people listening, will discount services or not try to charge full price for things when they know, hey, we still need to do this. Because there's a lot of good people that are trying to do the right thing. And it is expensive. Like it's the same way. And I've had these conversations before where human healthcare is so convoluted and confusing. You don't actually know the prices where in vet med, you're going to know this is the exact price. It's like doctor over here tells you exactly the price. Doctor over here never has to worry about billing. So it just makes the situation so much easier. But to be able to say, hey, we're trying to keep costs down. If you want to pay in a different method, we can help keep costs lower. I think that's a really powerful incentive to adopt Bitcoin, which is one of the reasons that I've been so passionate in this space to be like, hey, if you do this, you can actually help keep the cost down to your end customer. And I think ultimately that's what people want. Because I've had so many conversations, you know, what's the price increases? What's the price? Everyone's got to been raising prices. But part of that is, okay, you know, if you're able to save a portion on merchant servicing, that's great. And if you're able to take some of the other specials or some of the other things that you're maybe doing, whether it's, hey, for this month, it's heartworm prevention. So your heartworm stuff, the discount or the special can be run. If you pay in Bitcoin, you get a bigger discount. Right. So you A, are seeing people follow through on doing what you want them to do because incentives drive the world. And as much as I want to be like you, Michael, and say, yeah, if you just pay in Bitcoin, and you know, you're helping a small business. That's good. We have a restaurant that we do our Bitcoin meetup at, and they just started using Ibex for lightning payments. Mm -hmm. And I could use my credit card or use my Folds card and get rewards back. But you know what? I'll pay in lightning because I know A, it helps him. And B, because it's, we want to be able to support that business doing that. And he's running it as a test before he opens it to the whole restaurant. But not everyone's like that. Most people are inherently going to be selfish and be like, I want the rewards. I want the stuff. So give me what I want because we've been spoiled where the credit card companies have basically said, this small business is going to pay us to make this easy for you, the consumer. Right. And I think switching that back and doing what you're doing through Oshi is, that's awesome. And I really enjoy it. So when you think about I guess like gift cards or specials, does that fit? Or is there something just like you mentioned it, like every transaction? So they don't have to think before they come in, they can just earn kind of Bitcoin back? Yeah, I think it's a great gateway to Bitcoin by allowing people to just pay as they normally pay and earn a little bit of Bitcoin rewards. I think over time, people will become more comfortable, familiar with Bitcoin. The value of those rewards should increase into the future. And it's only a matter of time before they start actually paying in Bitcoin, which is ultimately what would benefit businesses the most. Online commerce exploded, so did debit and credit card usage. The only issue with that is where it fit really nicely into online commerce, in-store, brick-and-mortar small businesses now have to pay the fees because no one uses cash anymore. And it's more convenient to just tap your card than it is to hand out the cash and get the change and all of that. But what it's effectively done is it's incurred this high cost and transaction fee just for doing business. Now, like I said, that's get passed down to the customer. But if we could incentivize the customer and show the customer that if you pay with a better payment method, digital cash, because look, we're not going back to cash. <laughs> it's, it's just not going to happen. In fact, cash yeah. is likely going to disappear entirely. Within the next five to 10 years, cash is going to be gone. The only options we're going to have is digital payments and digital cash, which is Bitcoin. And so Helping the consumer see the value in that so that you as a business can save on fees in the now and increasingly in the future, I think would be huge. So incentivizing them to do that. And I know different 
medical offices, I imagine it's very similar for vet med. The systems and the payment systems you're using, you're probably incurring a hefty fee. It's not just the payment processing fee, but also some other commission that by running it through that service. Being able to save five to seven to ten percent or whatever that cost may be is huge. And over time that really builds up. So letting people get their foot in the door by just receiving some Bitcoin rewards first, I think will inevitably lead them into paying with Bitcoin. And it'll be very mutually beneficial. If you can improve the health of an animal, you do it, right? Of course. That's what makes veterinarian special. You're mission driven. My friends at LifeLearn are the exact same way. For over 25 years, they've been partnering with you and your peers, providing affordable, customizable online software solutions. These solutions save time, increase efficiency, and assist in managing all aspects of operations. Why? They want to help you improve your partnership with pet owners to improve pet health. LifeLearn has award-winning digital media solutions and are leading the pack as they've prioritized having extensive veterinary knowledge throughout their teams. That difference is seen, it's heard, and it's read by thousands of people across the country. Relax, grow, and thrive with LifeLearn. Click the link in the show notes for an exclusive offer to see how LifeLearn can allow you to get back to what you do best. I guess one of the big challenges and questions for a lot of business owners is like, yeah, it sounds great to accept Bitcoin or do Bitcoin rewards, but I still have all my bills in dollars. So like, how do we square this? So how do you think about that? Because I'm sure that's a thought or a question that would be coming up for a lot of folks listening. Yeah, that's the awesome thing about it. I mean, for you know, most business owners are still going to have to pay dollar denominated debt and bills. So it's very easy to actually convert every single payment you receive in Bitcoin instantaneously to dollars or any percentage of that payment can be instantly converted to dollars. And it's still going to be cheaper to receive it over Bitcoin, convert it to dollars and send it to your bank account than it is for that customer to walk up and swipe their card. We're talking most services about 1% to receive the payment instantaneously converted to dollars. And like I said, convert any percentage of it to dollars. If you would like to say, you know what, I want to hold like 2% Bitcoin on my balance sheet. Every now and then someone's going to come in and pay with Bitcoin. I'm going to keep 2% of that, convert 98% of it to dollars and send it straight to my checking account. No problem. That's easy to do, easy to set up. And again, you have virtually nothing to lose and everything to gain by doing this. That's the beauty of it as well. The upside is massive. It's asymmetric. That's kind of the whole Bitcoin play here. The upside is absolutely gargantuan. And the downside is just decreasing by the day as Bitcoin gains more traction, more awareness, and so on. So the infrastructure becomes more robust and, and so on. So it's all gain and no pain at this point, and it's only getting easier. Yeah, the ability to take Bitcoin and take it back to dollars to me is huge. Where some of those tools and services weren't around, you know, a handful of years ago. And a lot of that today, like you said, is just so much less expensive. And I'm gonna have one of those tools on the podcast as well, which is Rye with Ibex to kind of talk through that from a processing perspective where you can toggle where you want to go. And for a lot of owners, they still take distributions, right? Over top of maybe their salary or whatever they're taking home. So maybe you just take Bitcoin distributions from the Bitcoin that you accrue. That's mm -hmm. probably better than taking the dollars out because maybe you're just going to go buy that Bitcoin anyway. So just earn it, which is right. a beautiful thing. 
And again, if people are beating down your door that you have so much Bitcoin that you have to convert it back to dollars, you're probably in a good spot. So yeah. we'll take that. And I think that's a bridge that you can cross and address in the future. And that's why I always try to temper expectations and not like you say, hey, we accept Bitcoin. And then all of a sudden, like you're so busy that you never have any hole in your schedule. Mm-hmm. Like you're still going to have people that are going to not have any desire to pay in Bitcoin that are going to be like, this is really weird. And I think that, I don't know if it's a stereotype. Like I think the Bitcoin narrative is so mainstream now that it's not the nerd in you know their mom's basement that is the Bitcoin person. Like there are lots of professional businesses and folks that accept Bitcoin and look at Bitcoin as an asset. And just as, like you said, digital money, like that's all it is. It's just money, right? It's just a right. different form of it and something that other people can't create more of. So yeah, it was very interesting, especially in the sense of rewards. I mean, people have no issue earning puppy points or pizza points or you know coffee points. They're not thinking, oh, it's not backed by anything. It's literally backed by nothing in those cases, as is the dollar. You, know, you could say it's backed by the U.S. government. That's fine. Bitcoin is backed by energy. We're not going to get into all that, but it's backed by something. And even if it's not, I mean, look what we have today. But people will still maybe like scoff or be like, what? Bitcoin rewards, even though it's far superior just about every way, whether you're talking about rewards or as a payment mechanism. I mean, you would be hard pressed back in, I don't know, let's say the 90s, the early 2000s. Most people were still paying with cash. Every now and then you'd have somebody come in and pay with their card, right? You'd probably use a uh, carbon copy machine to do it. (laughs) You know, it it wasn't just, you know, a, a super easy swipe quite yet, or a lot of places didn't have it yet, especially small businesses. So these things take time. One of the beautiful things about Bitcoin that, let's say, the adoption of digital payments and and the internet didn't have is Bitcoin has the internet to help spread it dramatically faster than any other technology that we live on today. So it's very exciting. Yeah. And going back just from a pure dollars and cents and savings, accepting Bitcoin, you can be up and running and set up a Bitcoin payment option with zero upfront costs Mm -hmm. because it is literally just the internet. Right. And so the downside again is, so no one uses it and you make an announcement and no one shows up. Okay. That's all right. Versus like, oh, I'm going to get this new piece of equipment and spend hundred thousand dollars and hopefully we can use it. And it's like, ah, it kind of collects dust now. Like there's not that big, scary thing that you can't try to implement it. And I do think, and I believe very strongly the reward for those that are earlier adopters, it'll be a good spot because you're going to do it. Like you're going to accept Bitcoin either now or you're going to accept it in five or 10 years. Like you're going to accept it. And I will tell you that right now with very strong conviction and confidence that this isn't going away because to your point, there's new Bitcoiners that will continue to be made and people that will be more interested over time. So it makes sense that you can attract good, loyal customers today and then be there for those that in the future want to do that and are asking for it. So. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, it's an interesting marketing scheme. It's another way to get people talking about your business, your product or your service. Everyone's looking for content creation to say, hey, like we're doing this now. Hey, we're doing that. Check out this photo. Check out this video. Like, hey, you can pay with Bitcoin now. It's it's very interesting. And something that I like to talk about and mention to business owners is that Bitcoin is the internet of money. So if you could own a sliver of the internet back in the 90s, would you have? Heck yeah, like that would have been amazing. Like how many trillions in value is the internet worth today? And of course, there's it's absolutely impossible to even place a real value on it, right? But imagine all the businesses that are now built and monetizing on the internet in some way, shape or form. 
the thing is you can't own a piece of the internet. There is no stock for the internet, but you can build on it, right? What's interesting about Bitcoin being the internet of money is that you can effectively own a piece of the Bitcoin network because there's 21 million Bitcoins. So let's just say, you know, I don't know where all your listeners are at with this, but let's say on the slim chance, I'm more confident about it than that, that Bitcoin does become this internet of money that I'm talking about. And virtually every single business is going to be built on top of it for their transactional payment processing things, but also experiences that we can't even fathom yet that are only possible with this instant, global, permissionless freedom payments network. You can start getting yourself as a business and your customers little bits of Bitcoin and getting their share of the Bitcoin network right now. And there's nothing stopping you. There's only upside. There's no downside. So I think it's really fascinating and really exciting. And I think business owners should just think like, why the heck not? <laughs> right? And consumers are going to be thinking the same thing. And over time, more and more people are going to be thinking that as it becomes increasingly to fruition. And I think it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. As Satoshi Nakamoto said long ago on a Bitcoin forum, he said, you know, it might make sense to get some just in case it catches on. And that was, uh, I think, in 2010. So here we are. It's catching on and it's increasingly so. Get some, earn some, sell your products and services for some, hand it out to your customers, you know, in small amounts as rewards and incentives. It's going to pay off. Yeah, I love that. So is there anything I haven't asked you about with Oshi or thoughts around Bitcoin that are kind of on your mind or heart that you're like, yeah, I want to talk about this, or I think it's important for a business owner that's considering using Bitcoin to think about? There's a few different steps. Initially with Oshi, we were really wanting to get every single business before they could offer Bitcoin rewards. We wanted to get every single business actually accepting Bitcoin, right? And we we're doing all this technical, fancy stuff for you as the business owner. But we also realized that, you know, maybe you shouldn't have to accept Bitcoin just to get your customers interested and just to benefit from this Bitcoin network effect, right? So that's something that we're doing now. You can offer Bitcoin rewards without necessarily having to accept it, although you should still accept it. But furthermore, once you start accepting it, it doesn't necessarily mean that customers, like you had mentioned, are just going to like come in droves to frequent your business. You might have someone here and there. You might not have anyone for months. You might not have anyone for a year who wants to pay in Bitcoin, right? But I think it's important and it's exciting just to get started and just to get familiarized with it so that when that time does come, you and your staff will be better equipped and more familiar with all of this. So... Yeah, I mean, I guess I would just say just because you start accepting Bitcoin doesn't mean customers are going to pay with it. That is where Oshi comes in. We help market and promote you and help you offer incentives for customers to pay with it and, you know, really get the Bitcoin economy kicked off. I love that. So for businesses that are interested, I know you kind of teased something earlier that there's some bigger changes coming that you can't necessarily talk about. But for businesses that are interested that want to say, hey, I love this idea. I want to find a way to partner with Oshi to start offering this. Maybe I'm not sure about accepting a Bitcoin, but at least the rewards, and maybe I can do it from a marketing perspective. Where do you send them? Where would you encourage them to look at and, and to go from that standpoint? Yeah, you can just go to Oshi.tech, our website, and the top right, there's just a businesses button. You can fill out the form 
and we'll contact you. We'll reach out. We have a few things in the pipeline that's going to make it incredibly easy for you and your customers to drive more loyalty and offer Bitcoin rewards. And then, of course, if at any point in time you're ready to take the plunge and actually accept Bitcoin, it's not that big of a, it's not a cold plunge. It's easy, guys. <laughs> then we can help you out with there too. We can, we can help you out there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and absolutely. Addition, and do, do you have your uh, your ref link, Isaiah? I don't know. I think I actually do. So if you want to, if you want to support the pod, yeah, I'll throw the ref link for Oshi in the show notes. So head there, click that, and we'll go through from that standpoint to be able to help support the show. But I spaced it. We have a little bit of time. I know we do have a hard stop, but all guests get to ask me a question. And again, we've met, we've talked Bitcoin a little bit before. You have any questions for me? It could be vet med related, completely off vet med could be more Bitcoin related, but anything top of mind for you? I promise I'll keep it short. I mean, how do you see Bitcoin impacting the vet industry the most? I mean, what do you think is the low hanging fruit for practitioners and their customers? Well, I think you all are one tool that I've really liked and talked about, which is why I wanted to get this episode set up to bring you on to just share the ideas and kind of have the conversation and put it out there. And the other being an episode that's going to be coming up to actually accept it with IBEX. I think that's interesting, but I look at it as twofold marketing and then payment processing. So how can you market, create some cool video content, put it on Instagram, show how easy it is to pay in Bitcoin, get the rewards, show how cool that is, use the tools that are out there, lower the costs, and then encourage clients to come in or customers to come in and pay in a different way. But also on the other end, my Bitcoin thesis is similar-ish to yours probably, right? Eventually as there's more adoption and you have a fixed scarce asset, the price will go up. I view a lot of veterinarians that have a large amount of student loan debt. They have this thing they save for called the tax bomb. And usually it's 20 or 25 years based on the government programs. If they ever start turning them back on, they have to pay them again, which is a whole other joke that we can laugh about. But let's say they do turn them back on, they have to pay again. I don't think there's a better asset to save for for that other than Bitcoin. And I think there should be not only businesses that offer Bitcoin rewards. I know like Swan Bitcoin has their kind of like for their employees, instead of like a 401k, it's just a Bitcoin program and they're going to save into Bitcoin for you. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. So for me, it's like, if I'm a veterinarian, I don't make as much money as my human health peers. You know what my advantage can be? We're going to be the industry that adopts Bitcoin first and I can save in better money. And you know what? It's great that your income is significantly higher, but if you save in worse assets than I do, ultimately I'll be in a better spot down the road and have the work optionality into the future. And to me, that's what Bitcoin is going to allow for a lot of veterinarians to get to financial freedom a lot sooner so that if they want to keep practicing medicine, awesome. But the one thing that most people listening, and I don't know if you know this or not, but Vet med's hard and there's a lot of issues with suicide and burnout and a lot of mental health stress that's there. And it's like part of that's the financial piece because you have the same debt load, but you don't typically make as much as their human health peers. And it's one of those things where it's like, just save in better money. And if you have your income, you have your expenses, and you have some left over, save in the various different things. You don't have to be 100% Bitcoin, right? Save right. some, earn some if you're an owner, that's even cooler. And then from there, that to me is how Bitcoin relates and plays into vet med. I've also seen a veterinarian that is using a Bitcoin miner to heat some stuff in his practice, which is amazing. Yeah, so I have one right I'm gonna have him come back. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm going to have him come back on and share a little bit more of his Bitcoin story because we talked more just uh, vet med stuff. But I guess that's the way that I look at it from a story there is it just, it allows the value that they create to be saved better. And ultimately that's what good money does. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of the focus has been around like, oh, like, paying with Bitcoin as a customer. And of course, that's because there's more consumers than there are businesses, right? So flipping it around, like businesses who accept Bitcoin, 
and hold on to it over the long term are going to benefit from this. Uh, historically, they have, and I think that'll continue in the future. There are numerous stories of businesses that have even become franchises because they were able to expand because they moved a certain percentage of their treasury into Bitcoin early on, even as early as like 2020 and benefited dramatically from that. So I think we're going to hear more stories of that. Additionally, like let's say you have all the customers you need, your book's solid, like you're just focused on providing the best value you can. The next step is just saving in Bitcoin. And if you're trying to get customers and trying to get your consumers to come more frequently and so on, then perhaps that Bitcoin that you receive can be used as an additional carrot. Let's say you give somebody 10% discount if they pay in Bitcoin today, feeling that the price of Bitcoin is going to go up 50% in the next year, then that's effectively, uh, you gave a 10% discount or incentive to your customer and still benefited from that. Right. So that's something to consider. And I think that flywheel effect isn't thought about too much. Being a business that accepts Bitcoin, say, hey, we'll give you a 50% discount if you're willing to stomach the volatility for a year or two or whatever. Not only, I think it's incredibly likely that not only will you make that 50% back from, let's say, the few customers that pay in Bitcoin at that moment, but also it'll be worth more than that 50%. You'll make it way more than that back over the long term. So I think that's exciting and that allows you to compete and offer way better incentives to other vet med clinics near you, perhaps. It's a little out there, but I think that's something that's going to be happening increasingly into the future as well. Yeah. And I think right now, especially the private practice, small business has a big advantage as the corporates are not going to be the first movers on this, right? They're going to take their time and all this competition and talk around, well, how do we compete? How do we compete? Here's a really good example. And I think you can take the Bitcoin that comes in, regardless of whether you hold it, think of it as marketing and reducing expenses. And that's a great way to think about it overall. But Michael, I know you need to run. Thank you so much for the time. This was great. Always good to see you. And hopefully we'll uh, be able to connect sometime in person again at a Bitcoin event down the road. Yeah. Sounds great, Isaiah. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks for everything you're doing. It's awesome. All right. So there are a lot of great job postings that I want to get to. And so we're going to start off with Bayside Hospital for Animals. Great work-life balance in beautiful Fort Walton Beach, Florida. No weekends, Monday to Friday, eight to five, no on-call or emergencies. It's an appointment only here. Currently a two and a half doctor practice, new owner in 2021, bringing some fresh life into the hospital. The new owner had been there for six years prior working, so definitely understands the team, the processes in the community. Lots of investment in people and new equipment. ProSal is the pay structure Far too many benefits for me to list. Email BaysideVet251 at Yahoo or call 850-864-1857. Join a thriving, growing, small animal practice in Vermont on the Quebec border. Full-time ideal, part-time is considered. The idea is to start with yes with the team, patients and clients in outdoor woman's paradise while uh, being able to practice high-quality medicine. Compensation is write your own structure within production capabilities. Literally, it is the owner wants to t find the right person and is happy to negotiate, chat through and find the right fit. If you want autonomy and a boss that enjoys teaching, reach out to Newport Veterinary Hospital. You can email newportveterinaryhospital at gmail.com. North Central Indiana, looking for an oasis in the chaos? Who isn't, right? Come join the amazing team at Fulton County Veterinary Clinic. They strive to foster a fun, fast-paced work environment while providing quality patient care. 
They utilize the support staff efficiently so that the doctor is available to practice medicine and do what you're trained to do in less time and paperwork, which is great. Lots of investment in new equipment and technology to support you full-time or part-time available. Small animal and exotics are both seen there. So no ER, no on-call, no weekends, competitive salary with sign-on bonus offered and far too many benefits to list. Go to Fulton County Veterinary Clinic. So type that in and you'll find the job posting there. Last but not least, join Watertown Animal Hospital, personable, small animal veterinarian wanted for well-established current five doctor mixed animal practice in Northern New York, which is an outdoors person's paradise. Again, two of those. So if you like the outdoors, you can look at Vermont or New York. They have plenty of support staff with six CSRs, six licensed technicians, four animal caretakers, two technical assistants, hospital associate, or sorry, hospital assistant, a practice manager, and a bookkeeper. Focuses on mentorship and investment on the people and the technology. That's been a strategic initiative by the leadership team. No on-call, a 24-hour ER less than an hour away. Salary based on experience, but no less than 95000 can be straight salary, pro-sal considered, want to discuss that with the right person. Tons of benefits. Again, too much to list. Please reach out to watertownpetcare.com for that option as well. So again, if you find a role or a job or talk to anyone and it helps you in any way, I would love to hear that feedback. So please reach out. Let me know what you're able to do. And I will continue to post these. So if you are an owner, reach out to me, let me know. And we'll go from there. And until I hit a capacity of I can't keep recording these, I want to let people know who are high quality owners around the country looking for great help. So with that, we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to today's show. The comments made on today's show should not be taken as investment, tax, or legal advice. All comments are for educational purposes only. You should talk to your professional team before implementing anything. If you want or need financial advice, my day job on Not Podcasting is helping veterinarians grow their net worth. Our team is taking new clients and we are ready to talk to you at any stage of life. Come as you are. I always say bring the mess, right? Like if things are unorganized, that's okay. There's no prerequisites to become a client. Isaiah Douglas is a partner at Vincere Wealth Management. Isaiah is a registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. The biggest compliment you can give me in the podcast is to share it with a friend. Reviews help the show get found and Apple Podcast is the platform that is predominantly used for people listening to the show. If you have three minutes, love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us an honest rating and review. It helps more people find the show. Also, the new YouTube channel is up and I'd love to have you subscribe. Vainly, I want 100 subscribers at least. Lots more, obviously, right? But I get a vanity URL if we get to 100. That would be great. It makes it easier to find the YouTube channel as well. For all of today's links information, head over to the veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. There you can subscribe to your favorite podcasting platform. It'll be a link to that YouTube channel I just talked about. You won't miss any other episodes, whether you list on Spotify, whether you have some other ancillary podcast platform, please like, subscribe, all that stuff. It certainly does help. I appreciate it. Finally, if you want more information, insights, want your voice to be heard, want to share ideas for content, say, hey, Isaiah, I want you to have this guest. I want you to talk about this topic. Go over to the Facebook group. So you can search for the Veterinary Success Podcast on Facebook or head over to veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom about your host, click on the Facebook icon, and that'll get you in the group. But thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me to be able to see the podcast grow and continue to impact people. So with that, until next time, we'll chat soon.